Hello, Texans, and welcome to the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show. Mark Vandermeer and D.P. Sidhu with you. DeMarcus Walker is our guest tonight, and a couple of things right off the top here. Everybody fired up for Game 1 of the World Series. It is awesome to have that in town. We'll get DeMarcus's thoughts on that soon enough as the Astros and Braves get ready to get it on. So congratulations to the Astros for getting here, and we hope to offer more congratulations after this thing is done and they win a title again for the first time since 2017. Now, we're going to give away some Fuddruckers stuff here. Big gift card coming up in Segment 2. you got to pay attention to Segment 1 in order to win that gift card. We'll tell you how to do it. We know you're going to give us a listen before the game, on the way to the game, whatever. So we'll get all into that soon enough. And tonight, Texans All Access coming up at 7 o'clock with D.P. Sidhu and I doing that program. Then John Harris has Texans replay for you at 8. So stay tuned for the big block on the Tuesday evening of Texans Radio while we keep an eye on the game for you as well. All right, let's get to this now. Demarcus Walker right here in the Hyundai Texans Radio Studio. Demarcus Great to see you. Great to have you with us. And we'll talk about the Rams. We'll talk about the Cardinals. We'll talk about the World Series. But first of all, just being here in Houston and how it's been for you coming here to this new team, new franchise, new city. Um, it's a blessing to be here. You know, um, uh, I never thought I'd be living in the state of Texas. You know, just, you know, I, like in a good thing, like I lived in Florida. I never thought right. I'd, I'd be living in Colorado, you know. Uh, but then, you know, you just hear so much about, you know, how big it is, how everything's big in Texas, the – barbecue the the heat <laughs> you know <laughs> we talk about you know you hear so much and be honest with you like every moment every week there's something about texas that just shocks me in a good way and so um you know just taking everything you know um you know by look little by little like i love it you know i love it just being around here with these guys and the facility and everything all right i'm curious what are some of the things about texas that have shocked you so far Ooh, okay texas people are very confident <laughs> They're very confident. Like in life, in driving, just uh, oh, around and about? Just in life, you know, you okay. just have a conversation with them, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the driving area. Yeah, They're very the, confident, <laughs> yeah, in how they drive. <laughs> oh, man, you know, uh, the mosquitoes here are huge, you know. Uh, but uh, the barbecue is um, is, is obsession. Like, like, Old Bucks barbecue is probably like um, – like the best barbecue mm-hmm. I've had in my life. Like it's just straight, just uh, fire. Um, third thing, the heat. The heat. Yeah, you're yeah. from you're from Jacksonville. I know. Though. Being, I feel like this being is from Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah, being being from Florida, you know, uh, there's a lot of you know, you know, sun, sunny days, obviously, but you know, you get a breeze from you know the beach and everything, and you know, but here it's just you gotta this agua you know like it's it's about to turn so yeah. you've gotten through the worst of it i think coming from colorado you have forgotten what it's like to live in heat because i think point. that happens i think that happens but the winter is going to be fantastic yeah I, it's going to be I, great i've heard you know uh there are a few days where you know it'd be a little chilly but other than that it'll be just very moderate yeah, but you got a point. You hit it on the head. You just coming from Colorado. I literally forgot about all this. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that different from You're Jacksonville. Right. I don't think it's that different. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty humid. I think Phoenix is worse than anything. I mean, it wasn't bad when we were there because it's later in the year. Yeah. But 105 degrees is 105 degrees. I'm sorry. That's just hot. That's like the you. dry sauna versus the steam room. I think I'd rather be in the steam room, really, as far as tolerable. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. You know, but it's just like. You know, the, those the, those days, you know, from camp and OTAs were very, you know, those were gruesome days, you know. But, you know, when you're in the season in October and it's a Wednesday or Thursday, like, 
it's not OTAs, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, you have those moments. But I'll tell you what, just from being able to just put on some T-shirts and some shorts and some sandals, it's a blessing to have that, you know, and be able to, you know, uh, just go out there and, you know, be able to enjoy the sunshine, you know. So I love it here. You were, with, you were with the Broncos 2017 to 2020, and we were out there for training camp. What year was it, Mark? 2014. It was before you. Okay, it was before you were there, and I remember covering training camp, thinking we could do this for six months. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's amazing out here. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Whereas training camp here, you're right. It's it's much more of a grind. But then I see snow falling during practice in like October. Yeah. In Denver, and yeah. and we've got like great weather. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and be honest with you, like that's what I'm loving about Houston is just like no snow, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the snow was very beautiful. You know, you have your days where. You know what I'm saying? Have a little snowball. The dogs love it and everything. But just being back in the south and having to, you know, just deal with just the rain and the heat, um, I can deal I can deal with that, you know, for the rest of my life, you know. So just being here. And um, Colorado also had, you know, it's hot days too also now mm-hmm. with that dry air, you know. But, uh, um, yeah, like uh, huge just night and day difference. DeMarcus Walker is with us on the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show. All right, uh, let's talk about, I want to go back to Jacksonville for a moment. You grew up there, and you thought about going to Alabama, right? But you end up at Florida State. How did that decision go down? Oh, we're taking it back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking it You're back. not that old, okay? For oh. me, that would be taking it back. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, Yeah, I was committed to Alabama for six months. Um, I was recruited at the time by Jamie Pruitt. Um, that was the recruiter of the area of Jacksonville. He was re- recruiting me heavy, Derek Henry. Mark Fullwood, uh, Dane McMillan, a, a lot of other guys in that area. And um, I was, me per, me personally, and to be honest with you, I ever thought, like, would I get on air and tell the truth? And I'm actually about to. I, w- I loved Clemson. Like, that was, mm-hmm. like, my school because they was a big team to ever take a chance on me. So I was very, you know, uh, very big on them. But, you know, old Alabama, number one team in the country, comes in and, you know, offer you your whole life change around. And then, you know, they're very good recruiters. They get the best of the best all, for a reason. Like, they know how to recruit. And Jeremy is a great recruiter himself. So I was able to um, – I was easily, you know, uh, intrigued by the school and was able to, you know, get out there, take some visits, and loved it, you know, and was able – loving the competition and everything. But then Jeremy wound up uh, taking the job at Florida State, the D coordinator job, after the 2012 season, mm-hmm. you won that championship. I didn't know any of that until a random reporter said, "Hey, Jeremy's going to Florida State. What are you about to do?" And I was at a, I was, I was at my Alabama high school. My mom threw me a college party, uh, going going away for college, Alabama themed and everything. Oh, <laughs> yes, this is yes. My, okay. I'm talking like my mom has Alabama curtains, <laughs> Alabama like towels, everything like pajamas. You get she's like, I, she's like me. I threw away the receipt. You can't change schools yeah. because I got all this Alabama stuff. Yeah. What am I gonna do with it? Yeah, no one, no one. You guys are the first. No one has all this detail. Um, <laughs> seriously, this is breaking news. So you had, you had, you were having a party, an Alabama themed party. That's when you found out, like at the party, or you were in at the, the party. Oh, at, you were physically at this Alabama themed party. Uh, yes, in my mom's driveway. And a reporter was there with my niece and nephews, and a, a reporter hit me up, said, "Jeremy's going to Florida State." And to be to be honest with you, it was it was kind of weird because the pattern is during the high school season of fall. This is why I was so easily, you know heavy in Alabama because me and Jamie talked every Thursday before my high school game. 
Oh, uh, sure. You know, Friday Night Lights. Really? You know, we talked every Thursday. You had a great relationship with him. Great relationship. Never missed. Is that normal when you're being recruited? It wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't normal. Like, we talked every Thursday night. We talked about football, too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We talked about life. Mm-hmm. You know, helping with the playbook. Not Sandal, I mean, the high school, the Alabama playbook. So, when I get there as a freshman <laughs> and, and as an early and really already had a heads up or I know, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was definitely a, a big bond. So when Jeremy, when I found out, I'm like, hold on now. Because then Kirby started, you know, to call me more. Then Lance Thompson at the time started uh calling me more. Then Nick, out of everybody who recruited me, I talked to Jeremy the most, obviously. Nick was the second most. I will give Nick that. Like, he called me. He used to call you too. Yeah. So, like, um, and he was hurt when I switched. Like but even did, I was in I was at Florida State campus like just got back home from class and he had me call him from his personal line we talked like ooh you know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. that had to be tough yeah yeah it was a conversation that like I never forget you know um, mm-hmm. and because he was he was hurt you know um, have you seen him since or talked to yeah, him? yeah I talked to him uh, I saw I shook hands with him when Florida State played Alabama in 2017 season mm-hmm. opener in Atlanta. And he still felt a little salty about really? it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I got the energy from him. He didn't, like, you know what I'm saying? He just didn't That's just much. him. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it all worked out for both of but you. But Jeremy didn't want to bring this up in one of y'all's Thursday conversations. Like, hey, I might be leaving. Or the next Thursday call, like, did he just stop calling it's you It's the cold? coaching business. Did he just – did I, you not talk to him after that once he made the move? No. So, here, so continuing with the story, when uh, – so, like, we talked every Thursday, but towards the end of my senior year or at the end of my senior year, we went, like, a week or two without talking. I'm like, what's going on? But I remember him telling me that I have to make a recruiting stop in Tallahassee. Oh, <laughs> for myself. <laughs> for myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like. Wow, he didn't tip his hand at all yeah. what he was about to do. Yeah. I guess so, you can't. I yeah. guess you can't so, in that so, um, so, when, um, so, when Jeremy um, – Anyway, so I'm in the driveway playing with my nieces and nephews, and I get a phone. I, I get a text message. I'm like, "What is going on?" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, Jeremy calls me, and then he said, "Like the rumors are true." So like I go in the back seat. I mean back seat. I'm going to the backyard. I'm on the phone with them talking like, "What is going on?" At your I Alabama, Alabama themed everybody's, curtains. <laughs> everybody's like, full, full, like, okay. CAs everywhere. <laughs> My aunt's grilling and everything. Like, everybody's celebrating. You know, a real live party's going mm. on while I'm in the backyard with a plate in my hand and just like, oh, that's tough. I might wow. be switching to Florida State right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, did you think that you would be switching when you were in that, no, on that phone I wasn't call com- with him? I wasn't completely sold then. I wasn't, I'm be honest with you, I wasn't completely sold. It took like a few more. A lot of stuff happened after that day, you know. Um, um, yeah, a lot of stuff happened after that day that made me, I had to, you know, uh, go somewhere and duck off and just get, you know, my mind right and figure out what I really wanted to do, you know. Um, and, um, you know, but uh, I, I, huh. it was like that reporter texted me, Jeremy called, Nick called, Kirby called, Lance called, Jeremy called. Nick called. Oh <laughs> like gosh. literally, like it was so crazy. Like that was a day that it was, it was just it was a roller coaster, you know. Right. Just thinking about like in and that's that's heavy for like a what, how old were you? Seventeen. Yeah. For a seventeen-year-old to have the weight of that decision on his shoulders is a lot. Did you consult with anyone? Like, did someone in your family or did you? Who did you talk to about this? Well, at that point of time, I was going through a lot with my parents myself. 
like a lot mm-hmm. of personal reasons. So mm-hmm. a 17, 18 year old kid having to deal with all this recruiting stress on, you know, on my own was was hard, you know, and that's something that, you know, it helped me grow as a man. And my mom was sort of there, but like there was a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of personal things going on in my life to where, you know, it was, it was, literally, I had to make a decision on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, 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 it was really like just different. And um, so yeah, um, Jeremy, you know, I remember him saying, "Well, you know, um, you know, I, uh, I definitely would love for you to come, you know, join me." And and that was definitely, um, it, it was planted in my brain, and just you know, start having conversations with you know around and everything and let me you know Florida State and it, it was it was a situation obviously that wound up working out the best for for, for me you know right. I'm close to home mm. uh I love Florida State I love Seminole like mm-hmm. no nation like that's you know, so you like, always did you you obviously live in Florida you're in Jacksonville which, which is kind of more like gator country anyway gator nation right but you're into used to be used to be <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> no nation took over Jacksonville I'll tell you that all right uh-huh. cool I mean, well, you have the more recent national championship, and you played in one, right? Yes, sir. So you get there in the nick of time, really. I know. Jameis is there. Yeah. They're on the way up because they'd been down for a while. They used to be all everything, uh, Bobby Bowden, all of that. But you get there just in time on the way back up to win a national championship. And that's something I wasn't sure was ever going to happen again at Florida State, the way things were going in part of the O's. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, and then like obviously getting recruited, Alabama was winning all the national championships and everything, and mm-hmm. that's where everybody wanted to be a part of that. He wanted coaching and everything. You got yeah. you know, Mark Ingram, mm-hmm. Trent Richardson, all those guys coming out of there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they obviously had the hot hand. And um, my gosh, man, just I just took a leap of faith. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was it was it was a leap of faith. Um, I didn't even know who they. Be honest with you, <laughs> I hope Jimbo don't give me crap for this. I thought Jimbo was a defensive coach. <laughs> like yeah. you know, I had no nothing. <laughs> right. I never took a visit to Florida State. I didn't know anything. I didn't know any. I was a freshman, January six or seven, two thousand thirteen, on Florida State campus. Who never took a visit there. No, I didn't know no library, nothing. <laughs> I took a leap of faith. Jamie yeah. Jamie Pruitt told me like, never one of those days where I was secluded somewhere. Um. I was looking at the facilities through a YouTube video at a time. Like, like this is some real live stuff. I'm telling y'all, you know, um, a, a kid having to go through this, you know, by himself, you know, or through the grace of God. I'm a, you know, religious person. He was mm-hmm. there with me and gave me the strength and protected me every single day when I was alone. And um, so Florida State was like, you know, something that I really just took a leap with my, you know, with my eyes closed and wanted to be the best thing for me. You know, um, yeah. Wow, that's that's really something. So, you end up winning a national championship anyway, because mm-hmm. yeah, Alabama's got it going on, and they win a national championship every mm-hmm. other year. But you get there and you win with Florida State. What was that experience like? Being in the playoff, winning the championship, all of that. Man, it was it was it was crazy because no one no one knew. I never forget when Jameis came. Was Jameis? We were staying at Legacy Apartments at the time, and Jameis was like, "I came to Florida State to win a national championship." That came out of his mouth, right? You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh, no one knew. All we like that year, all we all 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 we could do was just you know control what we could control. Mm-hmm. And from the spring football to fall camp, oh man, it was it was on like so much competition. You in our freshman class, 
was like some dogs. It was me, Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Thomas, Nate Andrews. Like these are all freshmen who came in to like not just play but to start, you know. And Jeremy, you know, Jeremy came and put everybody's job on the line. LaMarcus Joyner, Telvin Smith, Tim Jernigan, no one had a starting job. No one. He put everybody's job on the line and competed. In my opinion, I feel like, you know, coaches fed off that energy, even Jimbo, and we went 14-0. Like that, like mm-hmm. that. I'm talking like in, it, it makes sense because, like, when the starters came out, we ran a score even more because it was competition. You know, yeah. they really, they really, like, you know, just re- you know, reestablished, you know, um, re- reestablished, you know, like the whole culture, you know, that mm-hmm. year in 2013. You Didn't know? you block a kick against Miami in a game in uh, college? 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The block at the Rock, baby. The block at the Rock. Okay. It's a gift. It's very famous now. Uh, it's right. a gift. It is. Yeah. Well, because, look, I, w- I used well, then, to be the – it was famous then. I used uh-huh. to be the announcer for the Hurricanes a long time ago. Uh, all right, uh, when they won the championship. Uh-huh. And I called wide right three, all right? Oh, not, okay. Not one and two, but wide right three, which is – Maybe you know it's the greatest college game I've ever been a part of, but Florida State to have to win like that in that series with a block kick on uh-huh. the Hurricanes. Uh-huh. I mean that's that'll never be forgotten. I know. You know no and matter what you do in your career, you can win yeah. ten Super Bowls, but they'll still not that that'll over, overshadow yeah, yeah, yeah. winning ten Super Bowls, but they'll still talk about the block of the rock. Yeah, I'll be honest, with you, I'll, I'll probably talk about the ten Super Bowls more too. Yeah, yeah probably, <laughs> probably. maybe no. a little, maybe no. a little. Oh, but oh, seriously, no, that's something that. Uh, that uh that'll forever you know uh, be um be um uh highlight of my career you mm-hmm. know? just from obviously Florida State Miami and like you said all the wide rights and so many people who had to endure right. that you know that trauma mm-hmm. came to me with like so many <laughs> gifts just like you erased all that oh, you know you you know kids cried after the game you know so <laughs> um. I definitely love that. Uh, I definitely love that. Um, and then, what really, you know, boosted that? Um, Jacksonville. I'm sorry. I'm kind of like kind of confused. So a hurricane happened that same uh, week. Um, I forgot what hurricane was it, but uh, you know, my city of Jacksonville was hit very hard that mm-hmm. same following week. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, um, that was a very you know big uh, big uh, influence in that game to mm-hmm. make an impact so right there and and have that be a nice distraction for everybody mm-hmm. that's awesome that's awesome all right so demarcus walker's our guest here former seminal although never a former seminal always a seminal i know yeah. we said that about the aggies like but i feel aggies, that way yeah. about most schools okay uh-huh. uh so he's forever a seminal and by the way you mentioned mark ingram earlier in this conversation mm-hmm. and you know already a legend 2009 heisman trophy winner when you walk into the door here to see mark ingram what's that like because obviously you've seen a lot of great pro players who are great college players yeah. everybody was yeah but there's mark ingram yeah so and you mentioned him specifically so what was it like when you first met him you, you see my smile right now yeah you know what I'm <laughs> like all right mark ingram man uh and I only got to know this guy for a few months so far. And mm-hmm. just you you hear about him when I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? In college you see, you know, or you hear about his legacy when I was in college. And then you see, like, how he got better with the Saints and how he made an impact with the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just, the, like you said, the year 12 vet he is. And then you get to know him for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like – 
Mark Ingram is like still to this day we're still building like a chemistry, but like I really like this guy. I go to war with this guy, mm-hmm. you know, and just like on like we didn't like we didn't hang out outside of uh, football, right. and I'm like I really like I'm talking like damn like a brother. Like when I go out and go grab you know food for the defense, you know, hey Mark, what you want? You know what I'm saying? Or hey, what, like we really like like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of hard to explain. It's just like how me and Mark Ingram just been like. I call him Deuce, you know? And like, that's my guy, man. That's, that's, I go in a bar fight with him. Seriously. He, he has that effect on everybody. It seems like all the players seem <sighs> to cares, like him. He cares, man. He came in with a casserole dish. Yeah, and, I remember. Uh-huh, yeah. And and uh, Drew asked him about it. Drew Doherty asked uh-huh. about it. And he said, I bring casserole. He said, I used to do it for the Ravens. I used to bring casseroles on Saturdays. And somebody found out about it here. Uh-huh. And they're like, where are the casseroles? So he brings cas- He yeah. brought a casserole the other week. Oh, man. That's the, uh, yeah, yeah. He actually offered me some, too. Um, <laughs> he uh, the, uh, I mean, he wasn't making them. His wife was making them. But uh-huh. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave me a rundown on it. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> like when you got a guy who's passion, like it's just through the roof. You know what I'm saying? And just like through thick and thin, you just mm-hmm. like n- like, you know, in this game of football, like you know, it, it's really war every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 building up a strategy to to go to battle, and then you get the emotions run high. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're actually going through a clash. Like it's actually not it's taking beat on your body, and then just uh you know the the beat and the bruises after. You know, so when you see someone give their all into that why not feed off off that and want to join that because you're giving i'm giving my all too you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. you, when you when you got two or more who's who's all in you know what i'm saying it can be something chemi- like the chemistry can can go beyond and you know we got to get you know all 53 guys on that same type of level to where you know this team can go wonders well it's funny because we mentioned Ingram, but you walk through the door, and there's so many guys from other places, right? Mm-hmm. In the offseason, it's over 50. On the 53-man, it's over 30. New players here to this franchise. So you see a lot of guys you've seen around the league. What was that like just coming into the building here and like, hey, I know you, and I played against you, and yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And obviously, you knew Lindsey from Denver. So it was it was a blessing for me because I kind of had, like, a little chemistry with anybody. Like, playing with Lindsey, playing with T. Brooks, played with Roger Johnson, played with Ryan Nizzo. I played against certain guys who uh, was in the ACC and in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the SEC. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, or you know, um, freaking Michigan. You know. Yeah. Uh, so there were so many, there were so many um, connections that uh, I've already had. So it was a blessing to you know, southern hospital, southern southern food, yeah. great weather, <laughs> yeah. new people who I know. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the team were actually just giving me a chance and to believe in me, like. Why not, like, enjoy this? You know, things aren't going the way how we wanted to, and hopefully we can get it turned around. But, like, I'm blessed, man, just to be here and just to, you know, be able to, you know, just give everything I have and be able to get better every single week and show people that, you know, what I'm really about. All right. Demarcus Walker is our guest. We're going to continue on the next segment. In the next segment, we'll give away a Fuddruckers gift card based on something that we talked about in this segment So I hope you've been paying attention in class because that's how we roll here. And more with DeMarcus on, we mentioned one gift in his life. What about another? We'll get into that. And we'll talk about this defense taking on the Rams this week at NRG Stadium. Noon kick. We'll get into that next on the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show on Texans Radio. It's the Texans Players Show presented by Fuddruckers here on Texans Radio. Mark Vandermeer and D.P. Sidhu with you with DeMarcus Walker. All right, let's get into this. Giving away a Fuddruckers gift card, you got to email texansradio at houstontexans.com. 
Texans Radio at HoustonTexans.com. And everybody be quiet. Tell us who the quarterback was when DeMarcus won a national championship in college. I'm not going to re-give you the school or the year or anything. Who was the QB? We did mention him several times. The QB when DeMarcus won a national championship in college. Who was it? Get it right on Texans Radio at HoustonTexans.com. We'll select the first one who responds, and you'll win that Fuddruckers gift card. I wish I was having a burger right now and a shake, because I can do the show and do that. I've proven this, all right? I have a track record of being able to do that. All right, before we get into the defense, before we get into the Rams, DeMarcus, we mentioned the block at the rock and how that became a gift, right? Correct. What about the gift? Go to Marcus. 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 Go. 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 Go to Marcus. Go to Marcus. Is that is that good, DP? You like the way I kind of quoted that? I mean, <laughs> I like. I actually like it with your inflection. Go like, to Marcus. Go to Marcus. And, go to Marcus. So it, it, now I knew nothing about this, how this was viral previously, because all I saw, Lauren Walker does social media for us, right? Uh-huh. And you had a sack in the preseason, and – I look at the post and I'm hearing this audio, this go to Marcus, go to, and I yeah. see your sack and I'm like, all right, whatever this is, like I, I was coming at it with no knowledge. I'm like, this audio is a thing. It's from something. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. And DeMarcus gets a sack. So I could enjoy it even though I didn't even know what it was. I was like, this is cool. Right. And now, so I started doing the research. I go to Google, yeah. I go to the Google page and I'm like, go to Marcus <laughs> GIF, and boom, there it is. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, this can't be the first time this yeah. has come up in your life though. No, 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 no. It was in college when it, when, when it first went viral and, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, uh, I, I immediately got tagged in it. Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was like, as soon as it went viral, people kept tagging me mm-hmm. in it. And um, how it kind of hit home with me. Not kind of. It totally did. Um, oh, I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. Go for it. Nobody. It's just friends here. I, I, I really want to call my mom right now. She can tell you way, way better than me. She comes, She actually comes here. Thir- she gets here Thursday. Um, and, um, and, um, <laughs> and, oh, gosh. All right. So Usher used to be, uh, Usher used to be, uh, you know the guy back in like the early two thousands sure, and sure. Um, Usher. And, we all uh, loved Usher. Is that what you're embarrassed about? Oh well, I used to dance to the song. That's know. there's no shame. What, in that. what is no, there's no, no shame no. in that? Okay, we if all you did it. if you look at the, <laughs> song, the song, I thought it was gonna be something really the song, awesome. Yeah. Like Usher, no. The uh, song, yeah, Usher. Uh-huh. No, I knew sure. all the dance moves as a kid. Okay. Like the whole music. No, that was embarrassing. Why is we that embarrassing? That's impressive. You have great taste in music. <laughs> so so um. When I used to like do all the moves and everything, my mom used to be like my like number one cheerleader. Like, Aww. yeah, and my sisters used to be so embarrassed, like, because I used to do all the dances. <laughs> so then, when that when when the kid was dancing in the video, like in the group chat, they lit up like, oh, that was so you when That's you were you. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like old yeah. peanut head kid, low haircut, dancing and everything, <laughs> moving around. So, like that really hit home for them, and that's why it like that's the that's why I kind of like, you know, like 
a little embarrassed a little bit. You know, so it's just like that really loves Shouldn't me, but be. I love it though. Like, Look, if I right post there. a video of me dancing to Usher, that's embarrassing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that takes it to True a story. whole extra level, oh, right? Man. So oh. when it resurfaced again this preseason, mm-hmm. I mean, it probably caught you totally off guard because oh, it's it been did. a lot. It's totally been a minute since that that gif was popular. Uh huh. Yeah, it it, it 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 definitely hit home and it hit me off guard like so much. But <laughs> you know, I tell, I tell you what, if it can get the crowd going and get people more into it, mm-hmm. I love it. Tell me about this D-line because you guys are getting pressure. You're getting sacks and without sending extra people, really. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Texans are a blitz-heavy team. It's usually the four of you guys like, all right, let's go. Get the quarterback. You got to Murray four times. That's uh-huh. the most of anybody this year. And even though the Texans offense has been you know, having a zero points first quarter. Yeah. Well, and you scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The defense scored. The first scored. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. I think no one did that with Arizona. I think they always scored in the first quarter, correct? Yeah. For the season so far, right? I believe so. Well, they they beat San Francisco fourteen to seven. I think they got one of those in the first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray, man, is definitely a phenomenal guy. Um, we thank God for Bobby King, Bobby King mm-hmm. and Alan Smith. You know, those guys really put their heart and soul in getting us better every week, stressing, you know, game planning with each other. I see him in the corner. Well, I would think about, you know, let's get him do this. Let's work on this. Let's get on this, and you know, um. I got to get a shout-out to the guys on the D-line for buy, buying in. It's one thing coaching it, but getting the guys to buy in and actually believe it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no no heroes in the D-line group. You know, everybody's humble enough to listen to one another and be, and help each other get better. That's one thing I love about that, you know. Um, uh, we got some dogs, man. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, being able to, you know, help the team, you know, like, you know, put them in a – in a position to stay in the game and win a game, you know, that's, you know, that's what, that's what we, we pride ourselves on. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, Bobby King and Alan Smith are definitely, you know, a big reason why we were able to do that. Well, Bobby coached linebackers for so long, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like he brings some of that mentality to the D-line. But D-line coaches, I don't know, you, you have to have – you mentioned dogs. You have to have a dog mentality to coach it, right, mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, you exactly. guys – yeah, and, and you guys have to – it's not just see ball, get ball, but you have to know a lot of different stuff. But do they keep things simple enough here where it's like, hey, I'm I'm going for it here? You also have to read, run, and read whatever tricky oh, things they're doing in the Oh, definitely field. simple. So so what's funny is right before the game, uh, when we got to Arizona Saturday, Coach Lovey and I was on the same uh, elevator. And uh, we were talking about something. Somebody brought up a two-point conversion or something mm-hmm. or whatever. Now it's like me. Like, I'm – I'm pretty transparent, you know. I'm definitely uh-huh. a person who I can I, I can cut it straight to you. And I was like, "Love you." I, I call out and say, "Love." You. I was like, "Coach, if you call a, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Coach, if you call a blitz on a two point play, I'm gonna be mad as heck." You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Oh, what you want me to call then? Let us go, Green. Let oh, us go." Okay. He was like, "Oh, okay." So mm-hmm. he asked you. So that uh, that Saturday night meeting, he literally he called me. I said, "Well, D Walk don't want me to blitz, so he wants us to rush." <laughs> Bingo, we did our job Saturday, oh, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. So, wow. you know, uh, hey, like, we work. Bobby mm-hmm. King, you know, he's not cryptic. He's straight up. He'll tell you, I don't like it. You know, do it again, you know. And mm-hmm. that's the type of coaching I love to where we get better every single day. And that's and that's what I pride myself on is, you know, no matter what the score is, no matter the record, the, the thing for me personally is getting better every single week. Well, you, you guys have gone through a lot of injuries on the D-line, and there's been a different mix of guys, it seems like, every single week. How did you feel about the mix of players that played against Arizona? Obviously not the result that you wanted, but it seemed like the defense was getting so much pressure up front early on in the game, and it 
it seemed like you guys really had some chemistry going there. That was my first time ever playing nose for my whole in my whole entire career. So, How did you like mm, it? It was different. It was different. Um, and you know, I was getting I was getting compliments. You know, the whole entire you know um, last twenty four hours. You know, it was just different. Um, I I, I told myself like I want to be a nose at the back end of my career. You know, really. You know, I feel like I can I, I can do it all. You know, um, and you know I plan on having a long career and you know. To be able to to stay as long as I can, I'm willing to make that sacrifice and you know help any team out and play great football there. So that was something you know I do plan on doing. But actually, you know, just getting put in the fire like that, you know, it was just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know. But the nose is—it seems like such a thank thankless position to be in. It's what thankless. Do you, what do you what do you like about it? I mean, it's uh, a, it's really physical, but what what is yeah. yeah. I, uh, I like about it because it's just my quickness right now. I can mm-hmm. like it's mis- it's in my opinion. I feel like it's a mismatch for any center in the NFL, you know. But like you said, it's a physical position. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 n- no other position on an, on the defense is going to get more contact than that nose. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was. I'm still a little sore right now. I just got the right. coat up before I got here. So you know, it's definitely you know uh, a pretty rugged you know, position. Do you think you'd have to put on weight, like, towards the back end of your career I will if you did that? To. Yeah, I definitely will. You know. You're I'm, listed at 280, and to me. No, I'm not 280. Okay. No, I'm two, 290, you know. But I was a little light last week. You're 290. 290, and you still want to put lighter. on weight? <laughs> like, yeah. You look so svelte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I keep I, I keep the numbers to myself of how long I want to plan on or I pray on playing. Um, mm-hmm. No, but uh, at the back end of my career, when uh, you know my quickness will slow down, I'm have to pick up a weight a little bit more to you know get a little more stout. But right now, you know my quickness and is is what helped me. You know, you know stay on top, whatever. I don't know. You yeah. ran a you ran a four eight eight four eight four eight uh, eight four seven edge. six. Okay, I was like, your official yeah, pro day number was fast. Four really? four hundredths of a second. Don't deprive him oh, okay. of that. Well, I, that was on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, but that's a big deal. You want to drop? Four seven six is fast. Yeah. I thought four eight was fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I can move for my weight. I've always been that kid. Um, when I was in high school, believe it or not, you know, there's people like no, you was not. I was a sprinter, and, and uh, you and, were in and, and, uh, track. Yeah. Wow. Because like, I obviously I did like shot put and stuff, but like for my size, I can move. And the track coach was like, why not just let you keep moving? So <laughs> I was able to do the 100. I did the hurdles. I did the two, 200. I did the four by one third leg. Yeah. Wow, 100-meter sprints. I mean, yeah. you were a sprinter. Yeah. And That's then I, occasionally I did high jump. It's just like I get over it, just my butt. Like it was just like <laughs> being there, like, like I literally like the coach was like, you're over it. Just your butt just keep like just yeah. like, it'll, like knock it over. So I'm like, I right, just like forget it. <laughs> you think you're the fastest butt surgery? Butt surgery. <laughs> just for that, just for you know that what? We're gonna tweet that out to promote this show. <laughs> oh, got you. Um, so, are, do you think you're the fastest of the D linemen? I'm sure. I know you guys are all competitive. Oh yeah, like we're all different. Obviously, you got you, you got guys in there that's like. But the defensive ends. I mean, the pure. I feel defense. like D tackles. No one's faster than me. Okay. Yeah, d- yeah, d- tackles. Because not. You could, Jacob Martin could probably run pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got fair. guys yeah, like him. Well, I, I mean, you don't think of defensive linemen as being that fast. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, well. I've never – I mean, sprinters especially, especially people well, like running track. That's why I pride myself on being different. Yeah, you I know? got you. <laughs> all right, so, I mean, here you are. You're 6'4", you're 290, all right? Let's say – and this is a this is a good uh, question for the layman out there. Like, cause I sometimes think this. Like, what if we put you on the offensive line – all right, 
I know there's a lot of technique involved in yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. but athletically you could do it eventually, right? Why don't we ever see that in pro football? What's what's tell the listener why it's so important to specialize in an area. I mean, I don't think you could take one of those guys and put them on the D line unless it's like nose or something. You had some amazing guard athlete, but one of you guys on the O line, I could see it. Like not in the course of a game, but yeah. like it might take a year or two to to make that change. Yeah, we always joke around on the D-line of just like, you know, like Malik Collins. I'm like, you can be a guard or a center at the back of your career. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. a little bowling ball. Um, <laughs> um, to be honest with you, why? I feel like it's two different – it's two different – like the game of football is a whole it? different world. Right. You know, uh, in – But what about high school? Well, you know, you play. Oh, I did it in high school. There was mm-hmm. a there, there was a game where I was, I, was, I was starting left tackle and then I starting left end. So okay. I was able to convert and everything, but in this league, it's a whole different world, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a very specialized thing. All right, Demarcus Walker is our guest. We have one more segment with him, and we'll get into some things about the Rams and some other things he likes to do pregame and whatever else comes up. He'll give us his Astros prediction as well. Oh, it's yeah. Texans Radio. Oh yeah. It's Texans Radio, the Fuddruckers, Texans Players Show. Mark Vandermeer and D.P. Sidhu with you. And uh, the answer to the question, by the way, to win the gift card, Texans Radio at HoustonTexans.com. Whoever got Jameis Winston first got it right. He played last night, Monday Night Football. Do you still watch guys that you played with in college? You watch their games in the NFL when you can, when you can catch a game? Absolutely. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And be honest with you, I haven't missed a Monday Night Football game these last four weeks because they've all been good. Yeah, I think the last four Monday Night Football games have been thrillers. A lot of the primetime games have been really terrific. Yeah, Yeah. shout out to to the NFL Network for for getting that done, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I try to catch my guys anytime and be able to, you know, support them anything. Because, you know, after a game, you know, obviously if we play somebody, you catch up with them and everything. So you try to show love anytime you can. Now, did did you see that the NFL Thursday Night Package starting, I believe, next year is going to be on Amazon, right? (laughs) They're going to go full on Amazon, not also on Amazon, on Amazon. Amazon. Yes. So are you a guy like does these stream services to watch TV? Do you still have cable? How do you handle it? I still have cable. Wow, old school. Yeah, Xfinity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm presented by Xfinity, so I'm Uh, proud to hear that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I I still have cable. Uh, No, streaming service, I'm still trying to get used to it. You know, there were a few spots when I was – I stay in San Fran in every February, and – I stream out there and it was new. Like I was like, "What is this?" Like you know, what I'm saying it's a whole different type of technology. But uh, obviously, I got to stream next year. You know, what I'm also yeah, yeah. There you go. Out, uh, hopefully, they can figure out a way for us. Do you have any favorite TV shows that you watch? Any shows that you're That's binging every, every Friday? Every Friday since I was been in 2013. Every Friday, I watch Gold Rush. Gold oh, Rush. On the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what's Gold Rush now? Dude, with Tony Beats and Parker and everybody, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's just, I'm pulling that, it up. I know it's so it's so Discover- okay because you said so Discovery yeah, Channel, so that's Gold. why I don't know what it is. Gold Rush, Alaska, uh-huh, that's on Gold right Rush. now. Okay, it's what do they change locations or is that is it always in Alaska? Hmm. No, so you got you. It's like it's in the Klondike. So okay. You know, oh, it's all yeah. It I can be you. Alaska. It can it Canada. Can be, they can be in Colorado. They mm-hmm. can be, mm-hmm. um, in Oregon. Oh yeah, you're not kidding. We're in season twelve here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at Discovery with uh, streaming shows. Yeah, I love it. People I've been yeah. Goals. I've been I've been a fan. I don't know what it was. It's just like, mm. it grabs you. Yeah. It, 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 exactly. It grabbed me. You know, and I love how. 
people is it, it, it's nonfiction. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's actually like people making their way of living. Mm-hmm. And I love people having. You see how you know. I, it's like the deadliest catch on land with gold instead of fish. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. That's how I'll describe dead. it. Yeah. Yes. Go, yeah. Gold Rush, uh, Narcos. I'm a big Narcos oh, fan. Oh, yeah. So I love Narcos. So good. So uh, good. Every morning I might, you know, turn on a little Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. For nostalgia. Nice. Uh-huh. You know, um, and then uh, Martin. I do a little Martin. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I try to. I try to get on and watch TV as much as I can, but with the schedule, so hard. Well, you, know? you got to make it a priority, Demarcus. All right, Demarcus Walker with us. On, He's a little busy these on days. On the Rockers <laughs> Texans Player Show. All right, so let's talk about the Rams because offensively, and I know you're just diving into game plan here with the Wednesday practices coming up, but – this is a tough offense. Matthew Stafford, he's been slinging it. They've got receivers all over the place. You don't have to cover them, but you got to get after Stafford. So what can you tell us about your thoughts on the Rams? You go from Super Bowl contender to Super Bowl contender. Oh, I mean, yeah. we played like four or five of them already, these uh, these teams that are having outstanding starts. It's a, like, you know, going into last week, in my opinion, I, you know, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I said it's an opportunity. You yeah, know, yeah, why not? You yeah. know, so I'm looking at you know this Sunday as another opportunity. You know, you ever get a chance to go against L.A. team or mm-hmm. New York team, show out. You know, it's mainstream. You know, uh, networks right there. Yeah, tuning in on their own team. So, uh, and I learned it from Michael Jordan. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Stafford definitely having a great season. You know, um, I was looking forward for to go against Cam Akers, but. You yeah, know, that injury. He might out. be back for the postseason. You never yeah. know. So let's get to the Super Bowl, Demarcus. You can see him then, huh? Exactly. See? Yeah. And speaking <laughs> of Super Bowl, all right, so World Series in town. Uh-huh. And, look, I know you're not from here, but you got here f- as fast as you could, like most Texans from somewhere else, like mm-hmm. me. But uh, it's kind of cool to have the World Series in town. Your thoughts on that, Astros and Braves? I'm looking forward to it. You know, uh, freaking the playoff game was last week, and I was trying to go to the Rockets game. It was traffic. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. even get to the Rockets game on time. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, I am looking forward to it. Hopefully, you know, we can uh, – Astros, we can get um sweet something, something handled mm-hmm. out. You know, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to, you know, go to my first ever World Series game. I've never been able to – you know, Jacksonville doesn't have a basketball team. I mean, baseball team. Yeah. And well, uh, they do have a minor league team, right? Yeah, the Jumbo Shrimp. The oh, Jumbo Shrimp. That's a great yeah, name. I know, right? Yeah, that's a great name. Jacksonville I know Jumbo Shrimp. Never been to y'all a game, but <laughs> hey, Jacksonville native right here. You know, hey. <laughs> Could Jacksonville support baseball? That's a lot of games to fill the building. Uh, I feel like they should. Yeah. You know? I, I'm not sure off top. You know, I can control what I can control, but they mm-hmm. should, you know. Um, I would love to go out to a Jumbo Shrimp game. i definitely been more active in my community these last... She's laughing. I, I have the Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> she's yeah. making well, me it's laugh. minor league. you got to come up with something. <laughs> we have the Skeeters here. Okay, we used to be so. the Jacksonville Suns. I don't know what happened, you know. Yeah, that's right. They were the Suns. Okay, yeah. I remember that. I've done a game with the um, in a college baseball game, Jacksonville Dolphins, right, University of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I've done one there. Um, Jacksonville... So when we talk about the Jaguars, how many times have you played there? Have you played there much? No, 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 no. This is going to be the first time I no, get to play. No, it's the first actually. time really? you're playing your hometown. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I cannot oh, that's wait. exciting. I cannot wait. we got to mic you up for that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, He's going to have all his own cheering section. <laughs> oh, man, family. I cannot wait. What I, about tickets for that? What do you think? Well, no, so already before the season, I told my dad, I'm going to let you t- take care of that, you know. Okay. Because my dad is pretty – 
cutthroat, you know. So like, <laughs> you know, like who comes and who doesn't come. Yeah, oh yeah. So oh, okay. so I'm let my dad take care of that while I focus on uh, the game plan. Um, but definitely want to have uh, my best friends there, have my family there, my immediate family, and mm-hmm. be able to put on a show. I cannot wait. All right. Wow. Really like just I did put, not know like that in you my backyard. Oh, man, yeah. Said again. I said I can't believe you've never played there. Being with Denver. Ah, well, they played. I played the Jaguars, but it was in Denver. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the four years I was with Denver, I think I only had one Florida game. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And you because it's a, six, it's a six-year deal unless you're playing the, a, uh, the AFC South. So, yeah, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. So, All right, DeMarcus, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it, and best of luck Sunday against the Rams. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all. All right, that's DeMarcus oh. Walker joining us here on the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show. And we'll have Texans All Access coming up next. Everything to do with your Texans. It's coming up here on Texans Radio.